0: everybody, this is Mike Urbans and welcome to It's Your Water. I'm glad you found us. Today we have something special. You didn't hear Denise. Denise is not here today. I fired her. Now, we have a special interview and today's subject is going to be transitioning an employee or employees to related business opportunities within your industry, but mostly well drilling we're talking here, but to water treatment course, that's what we do. We're water treatment people. So this morning, we have Bob Tyson of Powell Drilling Services, or Powell Drilling and Services. Am I saying it right, Bob? That's correct. Yep. And Bob is a veteran well driller. How many years,
1: Bob? So started drilling in 1985.
0: 1985. Yep. Holy Moses, I graduated college in 19. And we're getting old, Bob. I know, tell me about I, I, it. <laughs> <laughs> I've known Bob for 31 years, I think. Yep, yeah, 1989. Yep. yep. If you want, just describe your duties of since
1: when you started. Yeah. Well, I started working for the company in another business that he had in 1979 and then in 1985 came over into the well drilling part of the company. And started right off drilling with an older gentleman teaching me how to drill. So at the time we had two rigs. I did all the, I would say all the crappy holes. Like anything we had trouble with our main rig, we would go out with the smaller rig and do those and and do regular wells also. So that's I did that for uh, pretty steady until maybe 1989 when we got a newer, more efficient rig and we didn't need both of our other rigs. So then that transitioned into more service work water treatment, stuff like that. And then our business changed ownership and the new owner approached and asked me if I would go back to helping with keeping the well driller going. So I did that from 2014 till two years ago. So helped with the well drilling part of it again after a bunch of years of not doing it. So that's kind of the history up until two years ago. So you basically operated the rig for all those years. Absolutely. Yeah. And that was back in the day when you did it by yourself. You didn't have helpers. Now, of course, you have helpers and all that, but you're
0: kidding. That, you would move be... it.
1: Yeah. You drive <laughs> it, move it, have somebody follow you. Yeah. That was back in those Even days. Even with
0: the water truck. I mean, now, yeah. they're, now they're almost million dollar,
1: thousand horsepower yeah. behemoths. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, back then they were older and smaller and you could, you know, you'd have a pickup truck follow you around or, you know, move you around and stuff like that. But yeah, those were, those days have changed.
0: Yeah, and and you say the transition, this is where we're headed here, is that in the well drilling industry and the plumbing industries, what we, Urban Aqua mostly caters to. And we want to have with Bob here a frank discussion on how you transition people into the water treatment industry because diversification is survival in business. I mean, you guys, with the public water moving in, I would imagine the well drilling industry, the, the literal sinking of holes outside of geothermal, which really gave a boost to hole drilling in the earth with the same rigs. So you could purpose them over. Diversification is is really
1: critical. Right. Well, we are a small company, so we wear many hats. So we might be drilling today and tomorrow we might be installing huge water systems. So that transition to us has always been, there was a couple of us that did multiple things. That's tough for some people because some people have to be trained with one thing and stick to it. So it's kind of a little niche that we've had.
0: Yeah. And and I've known your, your company. I have the benefit of knowing Pal Drilling for my career, which is since the 1989, really. I think I met John and Calvin. And water treatment for you guys and for most all well drilling companies and plumbing companies is kind of a sideline. Yeah. It really is a sideline. And they do it and they do it well and there's support there. But you say you transitioned to new ownership, which was kind of a family transition. Unfortunately, the matriarch had died, and uh,
1: well, before he passed away, he had planned on you know turning the company over, which he did, and uh, turned that over to uh, our current owner, and who didn't have, as we could say, the deep pockets. So we needed to keep our drill rig running as efficiently as we could. So
0: right. So whose decision was it? for you. I mean, you moved into almost completely into sales and actually I'm going to say here for a year, almost a year, yeah,
1: almost two years, two years. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I yeah. It's been crazy. It but the, the spring will be two years, two
0: years. And it's been quite successful. I mean, I look at the numbers every year and you're growing and growing and doing quite well in water treatment. So this is what I want to, we're talking about history and all that, but this is the meat of this. This podcast is. Who decided? it Was it you both and John and you know, the well, owner? Well, the
1: question came up with me was, as I'm getting older, the cold weather was wearing on me a little more. So I approached John and stated that I don't know that I can handle being out on that. Yeah, the rig is. The cold weather and all the, all the heavy working of that well driller. So I asked him at that time if he had any other options. And he came back and suggested that I start the water treatment sales part of it. So taking the leads that come in and then handling them from there, which has been a totally different job than what I was used to, but an awesome part of the business. And it has really taken off. That's where
0: I'm going here. So it was good that it was a joint and he listened. Yeah. Yeah. uh, And that that he grew it organically. That indeed you knew, you know, you didn't have a water treatment background, but from doing them and us supporting you. Right. Now we have
1: been a water treatment company for years, but it was always a necessity to with our customers. Because if we drilled the well, then put the water system in, then the customer would say, well, now I have dirty water. So we would do it in the very beginning, even before your company was around for someone else, and we would be the install And then someone else would come service it. And then Calvin decided that we would service them themselves. And then you, your company started. So then we joined up with that, which has been great. So we've always been doing water treatment, Mm -hmm. but we're a well drilling pump install water treatment. So you're doing multiple things, but to be specifically into more of the water treatment has been, you know, like a different job, a
0: different job altogether. Which and, I enjoy. Yeah, you enjoy, obviously. That's the important part is for an employee to want to do it, you know, enjoy doing it, and having the confidence because now you're selling. It used to be, well, what, what I'm hearing is it was by default. You know, you'd go in, you drill a well, it had some color or low pH. The test came back, you got the test results, you come to me, I'd analyze it, you'd put the equipment in. Right. But now- It has really been a two-year deal, and you're truly into the sales aspect of it. The next step is that I support you guys quite a bit. That's what happens. So there's other OEMs out there, other suppliers, that have people like me, and we're enablers. No one's like you, Michael. (laughs) There you go. Let me slide the money across the table. And they support the chemistry end of it. But as you found, you've learned by default. Now, what has been any formal water treatment education that you've had? I think you've gone to certifications, right?
1: Yeah, we've had, uh, of course, we have to do continual education for our company. So we've gone to classes and learned over the years. But to be honest with you, the best thing is to have the crappy jobs where you got to get the water straightened out and learning through that the, and getting that experience stuff. yeah
0: yeah yeah we we all know them yeah so your
1: baptism by fire e- as we're saying exactly here? you know anyone can take a box and open it and throw something in somebody's plumbing line but to have the special issues and be able to have someone who you can bounce that off of yeah, the challenges yeah and then have a product that you can put in has been tweaked a little bit. That's where our kind of niche would come in. Yeah. So it's support, education,
0: and product. I mean, really, that makes it's the yeah, that really. If you're looking to do jump into water treatment, whole hog, I always preach this: that you look within your company to whom your lead person would be.
1: Yeah. Who has that experience? Who's mm-hmm. in the customer's houses? Sees what the customer's issues are.
0: Yeah. And have the faith in that person to grow them and in, in, in push them into the education part of it. So it breeds confidence. Now, next thing is sales training. You don't have any formal, like no. you're not like the, the Electrolux vacuum uh, no, cleaner no. and sales I'm, guy comes yeah, in. And I
1: was kind of leery when he suggested that because I don't consider myself a salesperson but I know the product and I know the people's issues and I think we're more of a troubleshooter sort of thing and mm-hmm. then a, and then a problem solver so that's kind of our background where if the customer has issues how can we fix it and it has worked out because we're honest with them we they tell us their issues we tell them the fix and how far along that fix line they want to go we we offer them the options. Right. And that's where I think a lot
0: of people in the industry water treatment companies are kind of envious and they might see at the well drillers and plumbers transitioning into water treatment as somewhat of a threat because you're first you're on the first line. Yes. I mean a plumber comes in and he's he sees rotted pipes or he sees a water heater that's the the bottom has fallen out of it and rotted away. Right. He's first in and he's saying hey, guess what? We can take care of this problem. Give me a, a water sample. And you would have test kits.
1: Yes, we test our water on site if needed. But we also rely on, as you would say, our supplier knowing the complete water analysis. So we would bring the water to you. And then that way, we're all on the same page. And also it helps with the customer because we're not trying to sell them something. We're taking it to a our supplier and letting him recommend so he can give an honest opinion that way. Yeah. And I guess, are people willing to wait? I guess they are because you close a lot
0: of sales. I'll say you do most traditional water treatment companies. They have the guy come in and they bring out their kit and they test the water right there and they, and they bring out their brochures and they make a whole presentation. I think there's a, And this is what I'm saying. There's a a trust of the plumber or well driller that's there. You're already there. I mean, you've drilled that well, man.
1: Right. I think water treatment companies... I'm sure there's trust there because they see their trucks. They know they're a reputable company. They see their advertisements. The thing of it is a lot of our customers know us because of well issues or being there when the well was drilled or something like that or pump issues. And then that kind of gets us in the door. So then that kind of builds up that trust. Calvin, our owner, he always said, if you're going to do it, do it right. So we've kind of been under that mentality over the years that it's going to be done right as if it were our house. And that way the customer sees that and then they know that it's... And you're going to make it right. Yeah. If it's, you know, hey, we're not perfect. And we stand behind it. So if there are issues where you just are unforeseen and you have to deal with them and, but you said in the beginning, do people want to wait? You know, because (laughs) I'm, (laughs) I'm the biggest one to hassle you is they want it now. Yeah. That's what it is today. Yeah. They're home. They're not being able to go to work. The water's crappy. And they want it fixed.
0: We're in a COVID economy right now.
1: This is why I
0: haven't had many interviews. And I don't have COVID right now. I just have a <laughs> froggy voice. Because I don't know. I'm wondering. I'm glad we're six yeah, feet we're apart. Gl- yeah, I'm glad we're way apart away from each other here. So that's has been somewhat of a boom to the companies, the, the service companies out there. And that people are stuck home and they say they focus on their at homes and they have some disposable income that has
1: not gone to vacations and things like that. Right, and try, you know, work, they're not commuting, they're not putting gas in their cars, they're not paying for parking, they're not eating out. So then they're sitting home thinking, "Um, oh, what can I do? So what I'm getting at is, it's been pretty
0: easy for you the last year, yeah. maybe. And unfortunately there's people that it's it's there's it's sad that, you know, that's a weird twist of this economy.
1: Yeah, because fortunately people are making good money, but on the other side of that there are folks that are yeah. s- really struggling. So struggling. you have to look at that too, because their water is just as crappy as someone that's working. So then you gotta kinda ease them into how they can spend the money and what they can spend the money best on and that type of thing
0: see and that's your sales you didn't know it but you were a salesman and you don't want to have that car salesman kind of
1: no but you know what if you have a product that you can stand behind and it's not hard to sell you know yeah you believe in
0: it because it's worked so many times and you have confidence that that, that's what you need uh, in any sales i don't care what you do you have confidence, but yeah, it's going to be interesting. And this is 2020, December, what next year is going to bring and the challenges, just time stamping this, but I don't want to digress. I just wanted to keep focus on how successful,
1: and it was successful before this economy. Yes, we've had a decent water treatment business. The problem was that we're a small company. So it's a manpower thing to get. Good installers and good service guys that's the big thing nowadays Huge. to have someone you can first of all trust going into someone's house and we're in the north delaware southern Pennsylvania area, so you know there's a lot of high end properties where you just don't want to send oh yeah anybody yeah. into so that's kind of tough getting that manpower are you talking where president biden lives uh, down there yes i, mean, I am yeah. yeah actually
0: it's uh greenville centerville yes and people think of delaware is just flat chicken farms right little they know that in the chads ford area in that upper ring it's million million oh, dollar absolutely. homes yes and, well you and, know
1: yeah. the former dupont company and and the owners and all that oh, are yeah. in that grew up you know in that area so, Dupont. Yes. yeah
0: and so you can't screw up in there and uh, and you can't screw up anywhere, but, but these are big homes, big challenges, and it's kind of fun.
1: Right. It is. It is fun and it is nice to be able to stand shoulder to shoulder to these folks and meet their need. No matter who they are, because their water, you know, as I mm-hmm. said before, their water is crappy, just like other people's, you know, yeah. and, and you can fix their water
0: yeah. just like anybody else's. Yeah. So, I mean, it sounds like you've had fun. I mean, you do. I can yeah. tell you yeah. you have fun doing it because you're problem solving and you have the support there. We're uh, looking to get the youth and, and people into the trade. And you said that's your biggest challenge. Oh, well, companies biggest challenges right now are trying to get. Young people into the industry. So, Bob, what advice would you give young people starting out into this career or well drilling companies that have people? We may have talked about this, but what would you tell them to kind of summarize this whole thing? That your whole experience? I want to give you the mic to say, hey, owners and young people, no pressure, but what advice would you just give them?
1: That's a tough one because it's hard to find young people that are willing. You know, there's a lot other options out there to make a living. So it's hard to find someone that is mechanically inclined, willing to get a little dirty, you know, willing to haul stuff in and out of houses for people, but yet stay clean and all that. So I would just say in the water treatment part of it is to find a supplier that can train the employee and back up the employee, answer the questions. Our great thing over the years has been being able to be in touch. So if we're on a job, we can get the answers answered because we don't know everything we're Mm -hmm. doing multiple. Like I tell you, I forget things because I have to figure out well depths and pump depths and, pump sizes. And then I have to figure out grains of hardness and well, how much salt the thing is going to use. And you holler at me because I should remember all this stuff. And, <laughs> but I don't put in, I don't do pump curves right, or flow, exactly. flow, flow bench to, and, and uh, wiring. And of, back in the younger days, I could tell you a certain amount of foot, certain amount of wire, but the, you know, as the memory gets older, you, but th- to me, I would say not to sound like I'm buttering you up, but really to have a good supplier that can back your guys up and have that one-on-one with that person so that that supplier can educate the young person to know what's the best product. In other words, there are suppliers that just want to push their product, but then there are suppliers that are willing to offer other products and other support for those products. So, it's not just that guy, that young guy, opening a box and putting it in, and not really having experience. So, I think it goes back to the whole chain of the employee, the supplier, that sort of thing, to know that their product is a good product.
0: And I've said that for years. And it's a balance. Yes, definitely. It's totally a balance. To I call you guys the baby birds. It's like I I come up into the nest, and sometimes. Every one of them has got their mouth open. Absolutely. And so, Absolutely. Your su- so your supplier could become overwhelmed. However, I've always said this in this industry, it's involved. It's not like putting in a water heater or I want to say HVAC because you do have to uh, measure the house and all that. But right. it's not like putting in a sink, a vanity, a water heater. There's science behind it.
1: Right. And you so know, you
0: need support.
1: I don't want to sound like we're. Bashing a plumber or a heater and air conditioning guy or whatever, mm-hmm. they their customer asks them to put a water softener in. They're going to try to do the best they can, hopefully. Right. But when you're in the industry this long and this is sort of your livelihood, you kind of know a different approach to it. So you kind of look at things and go, "Well, that I wouldn't have done that." That's where I think the younger people need to really not get stuck on one product and kind of know what's out there. And I think through. Like I said, the yearly continuing education, where you're meeting the vendors, you're seeing the other products. You can uh, go out to there. the trade shows if you can. Yep. See what other people are offering, and finding somebody locally, a local distributor that you can count on, like when you need parts. That's a big thing too. Yeah, get
0: get it quick because things break. So it is regional. The water chemistry is regional. Yes, definitely. The suppliers are regional and education. You may have to travel. We try to keep it regional with the WQA, EWQA. And I'll tell you, the most successful drilling companies I've seen, one is Negley's. He was my one of my first interviews. Right. They've embraced this the water treatment whole hog. And it's been a huge business for them. But you know what? I see them at the trade shows. They're there. They bring their people. They make that commitment. You may just think it's a huge monetary commitment, but... When they can talk to other people and socialize, we don't have any many trade secrets out there, so we're not talking like antitrust stuff, right? And you know, and we, you know
1: we talk, we share technology. We're all kind of geeks, right? And the thing of it is that you'll sit down at lunch. And they'll, you'll hear a whole hour of everyone's war stories, <laughs> but yeah. that's, yeah, it's fun. that's how you learn. Like that's how, what did you do if this came up? What did you do if that came up? So definitely, I think the, uh, the trade show, the education is a good prospect because it gets you out of that bubble. You know, you're not doing the same thing day in, day out, and that's the only thing you think you can do. Yeah. It's well said.
0: So that's where we, you really, the education, build the confidence of your young people And they have to have a good aptitude because, obviously, constant pressure
1: pump system isn't like the old pump and tank tea. Right. And the constant pressure pump system reacts different. Now, your your water treatments react different because you're having 70 pounds constantly. So, you have to think of that with backwashes and with flows and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so it's ever changing. I don't see
0: that well drilling is going to go kaput anytime because there's so so many water wells out there and, and you guys, you know, bring that to people and it's an essential need.
1: Yeah. I think there'll always be definitely repairs and then developments where public water can't come in and, and wells fail. You're always going to have that work. It's certainly not as crazy as it was in the eighties and nineties, but then again, we're still drilling lots of geothermal and which i just thought of too is diversification
0: here we're looking at a company that embraced water treatment dedicated a water treatment sales guy it's been successful well drilling has been challenging nobody's getting into it this is one thing i want to kind of end with is that you've done some public water sales too I oh yeah yeah,
1: you've 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 gotten into oh absolutely public water. People are afraid of what's in their water. They want to find out how they can drink good water. So. Yeah, or polish what what's yeah. there for them. Yeah, exactly. we call it.
0: Yeah, we just call it the final barrier. You put a good carbon filter on, right?
1: Good carbon filter, ROs. People love ROs now with the new inline carbons we're putting in. You yeah, know, the, to re mineralize the remineralization. Yes. Yeah, that make it flavorful. Right. and so they love that taste. It's Big for not really advertising, we're doing a great job, so yeah, and so hopefully
0: everybody out there that has fortunate enough that grabbed into this podcast, this is probably one of the most important ones we've done. I appreciate it, Bob, I really do oh, you' coming in because be you're kind of a poster child for everybody to for owners to take that leap of faith yeah you know, of course i'm I'm promoting the industry, I'm not really promoting myself here, trust the frog anyway, so yeah. It's the industry that is in a a very, very good position right now. Our industry's finally gotten accepted. And if you're looking for transitioning or to another part of your business, water treatment, if you hook up with every listening to Bob here with the right people, is a very, very good business
1: decision. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So. Okay, everybody, hope this was very informative. It's fun. It was kind of loose here, and I really appreciate Bob for coming in. As this COVID thing calms down, we'll do more of these interviews. That's my goal for years to come. So thank you, everybody. Bye-bye.